Forget Australia. Courtney Barnett's debut album made her one of the most important songwriters in the world. J Award winner, arias, international tours. The only problem is, how do you follow that up? Well, this was the answer. Courtney's challenge was to balance an upbeat and vibrant tune that uses her iconic dry wit with a deeply serious subject matter. Also in this chat, listen out for the surprising rock and roll legend who does backing vocals. It's Inspired, a podcast where your favourite artists share the story behind their most loved songs. I'm Linda Mariano, this is Courtney Barnett and Nameless Faceless. What was going on in your world when you started to write a song like this? I think just everyday life of reading and these stories would keep kind of popping up just of um, sexual assault and kind of domestic violence cases and I think it was kind of hard to avoid sometimes and it was just a common kind of conversational thread between friends. How affected did you feel when you were reading things like that? Yeah, I think that a lot of the song was me kind of trying to, um, in a way, understand where the behaviour comes from and it's probably kind of psychology 101 and I'm maybe stating kind of really obvious thoughts, but I I was just kind of trying to wrap my head around it because it kind of doesn't make sense, I guess. What specifically do you mean? Where um, violent and kind of misogynistic behaviour where it, yeah, where it stems from, where it's born and how it grows and how it can start as kind of um, verbal and, and um, turn into physical violence. I remember when you first premiered this song and you talked a little bit about this idea of trolling and being able to be anonymous and it's interesting that this song has ended up being this dialogue that feels like you're speaking to those people in a way. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, it does it does feel kind of direct because it um it is almost like the the kind of conversation I would try to have if I was talking with someone and trying to kind of understand from that conveying to them the destruction and kind of pain that 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 behavior can bring on. You have this um moments where you're kind of facing this person, but you also have some really deep empathy for what's been going on to them and you're curious about it as well, it seems. Yeah, I guess I think it does come from being confused and upset about it and trying to understand how to how to further the conversation without stoking the fire. Did it feel upsetting when you were writing the words? It was kind of a weird song, to be honest, because I think a lot of my writing in the past has kind of leaned on sarcasm over earnestness. So it probably kind of fluctuated between the two. And then, and I think that self-defense of trying to make light of something. And then I realized, obviously, that it's not like a 
laughing matter really at all. So it's it was hard to stick with the sarcasm because it um downplayed it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty much the word. But through and through, even though it doesn't end up sounding like a morose or kind of angry song, it does have that earnest wit. It's got that wit that you will have throughout any Courtney Barnett song, which I guess gives it its signature and, and gives it those that immediacy that the song still has. Like it doesn't feel bogged down in the frustrations of the mentality that you're in. Yeah, I think the whole song stemmed from that chorus line of, which is the Margaret Atwood quote of um, men are scared that women will laugh at them. I want to walk through the park in the dark. Men are scared the women will laugh at them. And women are scared that men will kill them. I want to walk through the park in the dark. Women are scared the men will kill them. It jumped out because it is, at first it's kind of funny and then it's really not funny. That whole <laughs> flip goes around in your head in, in like half a second. Did it feel almost like your duty to step up and actually be vocal about what you were feeling? I didn't really think about it, but I, you know, as a songwriter, um, as just a person of privilege with a microphone and a stage, yeah, I, I guess it's there for sure. I think I've always been a bit scared of the kind of ego or preachy side that can go with that, but or the kind of self-righteousness and not not understanding like not being fully aware of situations but I think that that's just my own issue of kind of feeling dumb and feeling not smart enough and uninformed and but I think it comes from such a personal kind of study and it made sense must be lonely being angry feeling overlooked now Let's talk more about the music because it is such a wonderful track. It's so boisterous and it is I want to walk through the park in the dark. So immediately catchy. We've got to talk about where that came from. It came from three different songs I was working on and I just was getting nowhere and I and I put them all together so the that kind of first the very first descending line that comes back throughout the song and then the verse and then the chorus. I love that descending line <laughs> so much. Honestly, the... <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's a little bit circus-like. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it feels kind of um, out of character or mm. something and that's what works so nicely about it. Sometimes songs just make sense that way when they when you combine them into into something else and, and they become a bigger, bigger, better thing. They <laughs> yeah. became a Frankenstein of a Courtney Barnett song. <laughs> and then what about the, the verse and the, and the chorus parts? Yeah, it didn't really seem to go th- together, but it's it started out a little bit kind of comical and uh, instrumentally it felt a bit silly. So I, I just kind of kept playing on that. And and that was one th- another thing that was kind of hard to match when the words came along, I found it hard to match because it really had that headspace of silliness. But I think it um, maybe it levelled each other out or something. But but yeah, just that kind of real chimey, happy verse, like bouncy, and then the the kind of heavier, darker um, chorus line. 
What's your favourite part of the song? Maybe the guitar solo. <laughs> get on board for this song because there are a few names kicking around. You sit alone. We got Kim Deal from the Breeders sung the along the chorus. Was, How did that happen? I'm real sorry. So uh, maybe a year before we were in Ohio, I'd done this talk house podcast with Kim Deal a couple of years ago and so we stayed friends and stayed in touch and I dropped into the studio when they were making their new album that's just come out. Oh. And they needed a vocal. So they were like, get in the studio and sing this line. And so we did that. And then, yeah, Kim was like, I owe you a, a vocal line. So let me know when <laughs> when I can do it. And then you said, this is the one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's got a strong message. It's got such a lively melody as well. So Courtney Barnett, we've been talking about the story behind the song Nameless Faceless. So here it is on Triple J. Thanks heaps for checking out Inspired. We're a new podcast by Triple J. If you're keen, take a peek at the other episodes we've got in the feed. And if you want to stay up to date with new episodes, hit subscribe and we can stay in touch. I'm Linda Mariano. I'll see you next time.